Hey, I'm Brittany, and you're listening to Tired Moms Travel, a podcast about traveling with kids and staying sane while doing it, because they're worth it, and traveling is fun. This is episode number one, how to prioritize self-care on vacation with young kids in tow. Hope you like it. All right, so imagine this, okay? You are on vacation. You're floating up to a pool bar. You know, you're you're just hanging out there, lounging away, people watching, ordering the pina coladas that you love so much or whatever your drink of choice is with no responsibilities in sight. So you're drinking and drinking and drinking and whatever. Then you get to go get out of the pool, maybe head down to the beach, which is only a step away from the pool, and you fall asleep on the sand in the warm sun and you only sleep long enough that you just get a little slight um rosiness to your cheeks as instead of you know being burnt to a crisp right um and then you go back to your hotel room you take another nap it's glorious you take a shower and then you get ready and go out for a night with your spouse or your friends or whoever you're on vacation with maybe just yourself whatever If you've been on vacation with kids, you know that that is not what a vacation looks like. (laughs) Um, At least not what the kids present, right? Instead, you're probably hanging out in the kiddie pool and um, hopefully it's clean and hasn't been peed in. You're not drinking or at least you're drinking very minimally to remain agile enough to put your tiny crocodile down for a nap because... The FOMO is real with those toddlers, man. They do not want to sleep. Um, You are definitely not sleeping any time during the day. Bets are still out on whether you sleep much at night because you're sharing a hotel room with your kids who, again, have FOMO. Um, You're not leaving your hotel room after bedtime. Are you kidding? (laughs) You guys are just, you know, putting the kids to sleep. For us, our kids have a bedtime of like 7.38, so anytime after that, no way, unless it's like a special circumstance. But if you want to stick to any kind of schedule, you're putting your kids to sleep, then you are silently scrolling on your phones and texting about how to get rich enough to afford a nanny for the next vacation. (laughs) Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Yeah, well, join the club, friends. You are not alone. This is one of the hardest parts about vacationing as a parent. But we still take vacations, don't we? Right. Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Um, a few of them are because we want to escape the mundane, mundane of our everyday lives. Um, we want to build core memories with our kids, even if we're tired after those core memories. We want to give those kids worldly experiences and see them light up with delight at every new thing they get to discover about our world and and the people who inhabit it. Um, I don't know. If you're listening to this, uh, I probably don't need to explain why you should travel with your kids. You probably know why. But what I'm hoping you're listening to this podcast for today is to learn how to uh, prioritize your self-care and... um, prioritizing your restfulness uh, as a parent on vacation with young kids because it's really important (laughs) and so that's what we're going to talk about today let's get into it all right so 
let's first talk about the importance of self-care, okay? Um, I know we all know how important self-care is. In fact, if you are of the millennial generation, and if you have young kids, you probably are, um, we are a generation that's more more concerned with self-growth than any other generation right now. And I don't have the statistics on that because it was in a book I'm reading, but... Uh, and I didn't look it up before I started recording this, but just know that I know you know how important self-care is. But let's just, just for for funsies, let's go into it and, and talk about why it is so crucial that you, as a mother, take time for yourself, okay? The impact it has on your overall well-being is not only important for you, but it's important for those kids too, right? So um, I'm reading that book that I said just now. <laughs> Um, it's called Love Your Kids Without Losing Yourself by Dr. Morgan Cutlip. I just started it yesterday, but it's already proving to be so insightful um, and giving me lots of little gems. Um, actually, while I was typing out my notes for this uh, podcast, I thought, okay, I want to really um, share this part of the book. So there's a quote that says, please hear this loud and clear. We can't parent our kids with intention and care while abandoning ourselves for the cause. To truly care well for our children, we must care well for ourselves. Um, And that book, I'll link it in the description, but it is um, all about mom burnout and um, how to prioritize self-care in a realistic way. It's really great. I encourage you to check it out. But anyway, so self-care, it's got a slew of, of benefits, right? So it could lead to reduction in medical issues later in life, like um, heart disease. Um, and there's, it gives you more time to devote to building and maintaining meaningful relationships, which means um, you are able to build healthy relationships and keep people like that in your life. Um, you know, I don't have to go into the reasons as to why having healthy relationships is good, but let's just say it'll help for you and your children to see those healthy relationships and teach them how to have healthy relationships in their future. Um, it'll also improve your self-perception. Um, we all know this is great to model for kids, especially little girls. I have two young girls. I am a girl. Um, self-worth and self-love are so important, especially in today's day and age. I mean, it's always important, but it's harder in today's day and age with uh, social media and all eyes on me uh, phenomenon that we're experiencing. Um, So just having that that self-perception is is gold standard as far as as taking care of oneself and loving oneself appropriately. Um, It also allows you to remain present with your kids because you have the mental energy and focus you need to play. you know, Barbie's gone camping again or whatever (laughs) um, your kids like to do. So self-care, it's crucial. Whether you're on vacation, whether you're at home, self-care is crucial, okay? I know what you're going to say, but mom guilt. I know. We all know. We feel like we are responsible for so many things in our little people's lives. So like, how could we possibly step away to care for ourselves? I know. I Trust me, I have that feeling like 40,000 times a day, Okay. So that's mom guilt. She's not your friend. Um, I'm going to encourage you to make peace with her anyway. All right. Since self-care is essential, like we just spoke about, um, we also need to know that learning to stop giving mom guilt power over you is also essential. Okay. 
stop giving her power by expecting her to show up. Half of her power is taking you by surprise. Don't let her take you by surprise. So um, imagine mom guilt is like uh, that sour face Karen that you saw in the aisle of the grocery store when your kid was having a temper tantrum over not getting that um, third green Skittle out of the bag or whatever, you know, <laughs> toddlers, man, they're, they're awesome. Um, but just imagine mom guilt is the sour face Karen. Okay. Cause you know, she probably has, doesn't have kids or if she has had kids. It's been a long time ago and she thinks that, or she forgot how hard this face is. Okay. Smile at her, then make your way to another aisle because you don't need that energy today. Okay. You don't need that energy. Mom guilt will come around. It's natural, but you have power over it and you are able to step away and say, I deserve to take care of myself. My kids deserve to have a mother who takes care of herself. Okay. So let's get into the nitty gritty of it. How do you actually plan a relaxing vacation that is full of self-care? All right. Um, of course you could build in a spa day or two, um, depending on how long you're gone and your budget, you could, um, there are lots of things, you know, that you could do. And, and, it's, I get so sick of the advice for mothers to care for themselves, um, by saying, go get a pedicure every now and then and, um, do yoga and, and read. Like, of course we know that that's all like, obviously we know that like you, you, we, we wish we could do those things. So what is the like actual down to brass tacks? How do I do this? Okay. So my first tip is to choose kid friendly destinations and activities. All right. Places that are built for kids are secretly built for parents with kids in mind. All right. So um, a big one that comes to mind is Disney. I know Disney is a theme park for children. I know. Trust me. I know. But Walt Disney actually believed that there was a kid in the heart of every single person he met. So he built his theme parks um, to be relaxing for everyone. Yes, if you've been to Disney, I know, you know, there's such a thing as Disney tired. It's, it can be exhausting. But if you do it right, it can also be rejuvenating. And it's a win-win for the whole family because there are things to do for every single age range at Disney World and Disneyland. Um, you could also plan all-inclusives like sandals, club med, things like that. There are also um, family summer camps that uh, they literally tailor... Um, uh, activities all summer long around families and age-appropriate activities for each member of the family. Um, think of, uh, like, that camp that the family goes to in Dirty Dancing. I don't remember the name of it. Um, there's a this awesome resort that I've been wanting to check out called Tyler's Place. It's up in Vermont. Um, but it's like that, you know, or there are dude ranches, things like that, where your family can, can be immersed in this world of, of wonderful activity together. And because it's built for families, it, it's built with children in mind. So things are baby proofed a lot of the time. And if it's not, they will allow kids there, like, or the babies there. Um, it's, it's just a wonderful way to know that you are going to have somewhere with kid friendly attractions and, um, it'll allow you to relax and not have to worry about entertaining your kids the entire time. Okay. So also have support systems in place. 
Unless it's a solo vacation, which is amazing in and of itself, and I do encourage all mothers to take momcations, but this is not about solo vacations, right? This that would is not applicable to this conversation. So make sure you can rely on the other adults in your travel group as a support system. Whether that is your partner, your parents, your friends, whoever. If there are kids involved, make sure that it is a, there's a solid support system in place. And if you don't think that you have a solid support system, well, that's something you should examine with those people in your life because they need to be a solid support system. And likewise, be a support system for them too. Buddy up. Like, say you're on a multiple family vacation and um, you all have kids well buddy up and take turns so each couple can go out and have a a a date night or um each adult can go off and do their own thing and have an activity for themselves at some point right um that also leads me to learning to delegate so um sorry i'm losing my voice have you ever heard of maternal gatekeeping um i ask that like you can answer back bear with me guys this is my first podcast um So maternal gatekeeping is a term that first popped up in gender studies and psychology in the 70s. Um, It is after second wave feminism came around. Um, It had everyone evaluating gender roles in the family. Um, But basically maternal gatekeeping is the act of not allowing other caregivers in a child's life to participate fully. um, Just because you want to control the outcome of your child's life. You think you know best. And a lot of times you probably do, but not allowing your partner, your in-laws, babysitters, whatever, not allowing them to participate in that child's life fully um, is common. It's very common. It's also a vicious cycle that leads to burnout and marital tension because it makes the other caregivers in your support system step back because they don't know how to handle someone who needs help but won't let you help, right? So... Um, just know that it's common. So you need to be mindful of it. And, um, especially when you're planning, right? It could potentially extend to planning of vacations and the role each parent takes on said vacation in terms of childcare. So let your partner or travel buddy, whoever help in the planning on average, pre-travel planning takes about 20 to 30 hours. That's on average for a like stateside trip. Okay. So if you are, um, traveling internationally for a longer period of time if you're doing disney anything like that that has even more um logistics to it you definitely want to make sure um you you have somebody to help because it's a lot if you are a full-time mom what am i saying all mothers are full-time mothers if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you're a working mom if you've got little kids whatever whatever your circumstance is that is a lot of time to put in and, and, and devote to planning by yourself, right? So have someone who can help. Um, do it together or, hear me out, hire a travel agent, okay? Yes, I am a travel agent. Yes, I help people do that. Um, so it seems like a pitch. It's not a pitch, I promise you. The first time I ever hired a travel agent, my mind was blown about so many things regarding travel and how much easier it was. Um, so consider doing that in the future. If you need help, um, if you don't have anyone else to help you, or even if you just want an expert to do it for you, 
nothing wrong with that. Um, the next tip is to manage your expectations, right? Remember the reason you're vacationing. Don't get so wrapped up in the fact that you aren't taking the ultimate spa trip and it ruins the time with those precious kids watching your every move, all right? Um, you, you want to really... You don't want to spend time being flustered and frustrated about not getting to go get your nails done um, on this day or not getting enough pool time on that day or not getting to go see this one event or attraction on that day. Like, if you, the more time and energy you put into that, um, disappointed uh, expectations that you have, the less time and energy you are putting into your kids and into your family and into yourself ultimately. So remembering to manage your own expectations is, is crucial. Be flexible. Things won't go perfectly. In fact, things are probably going to go so far off the beaten path that it can be a lot of fun, right? Um, if you just relax and allow yourself to enjoy the moment and, and view the world through the curiosity and the childlike lens that your kids have, um, I guarantee you're going to have a lot of fun. Just don't stress about getting back to the plan, you know? Sure, get back to the plan eventually, but don't stress about it. Okay, so the next tip I have is called um, mindful parenting. If you haven't heard of it, study up on it before you go. Um, a little primer. Uh, just think of it this way. Multitasking is really, really hard to avoid. I know, especially on vacation. But if you can do it, it has massive benefits, all right? Um, according to Headspace, mindful parenting is being fully present with their children, free from distractions or judgment, and with a soft and open mind. It helps caregivers feel more responsive and less overwhelmed. It helps caregivers learn to pause, step away from multitasking, and live moment by moment whenever possible. And mindful parenting also helps kids feel calmer too. Um, so it really helps you to enjoy the moment and, you know, uh, savor exactly what you are experiencing at the time. So all the work you've done to manage your expectations and um, let your uh, guard down about um, maternal gatekeeping and all of that stuff, you're really able to live moment by moment, you know? Um, try slow travel or traveling unplugged. Those are fluffy words, I know, but um, I'm going to get into those in later episodes. But just know that there are ways to travel um, that don't rely heavily on tech that don't mean you have to um, go, 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 go all the time. And every member of your family is, is fulfilled because you are immersed in the experience and you are doing what you set out to do, which is make the family memories and the core bonds and um, teaching your children what the world has to offer, right? So... Be as mentally present as possible while you travel. Savor everything without judgment and approach it with a curious lens because if you do, you will not regret it. Um, the last few tips I have are um, about returning home from your vacation. So vacation's over. You're probably ready to get back to your bed, although you, you will miss the time off, I'm sure. <laughs> First very practical tip I have is to unpack as soon as possible. I know you're tired. I know. I get it. 
but consider it uh, as doing a favor for future you, okay? So there is something so maddening about doing the mad dash through the house at 6 a.m. while you're trying to find your preschooler's toothbrush so she doesn't go to preschool with stinky breath, all right? Um, Hopefully you've had a day or two in between having to go to school and getting back from vacation so you've already found the toothbrush, but I digress. Unpack as soon as you get home, as soon as you can, all right? It's a favor for yourself and the rest of your family. And and if your kids are old enough, have them help you unpack, you know? Um, they really should... If they're old enough, that's part of their responsibility. And hopefully they've, they've gained a newfound, you know, sense of responsibility in terms of traveling together as a family unit. Um, also, ease back into your routines, okay? Carry that mindfulness we spoke about into your everyday life. Instead of diving straight back into the hustle and bustle of everything... Approach the return from vacation um, as a gradual way to maintain a sense of calm, all right? Ease into your chores and your expectations. You know, don't go balls to the wall and make sure everything is, like, um, fast and furious. All of a sudden, you have to produce, produce, produce. You have to clean, 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 do all the things. Like, yeah, you're going to have work expectations. You're going to have things that have to happen. You have to be on time for stuff. I get that, but... I guess what I'm trying to say is ease back into the expectations you have of yourself, right? The dishes are going to get done eventually. Your floor, it might have clutter on it, but it will be picked up. Um, Allow your body and your mind to readjust before being too hard on yourself um, for not having a perfectly maintained home and a perfectly maintained life, okay? You You will be okay. Your kids will be okay. It'll be fine just ease back into it. Uh, With that in mind, set realistic expectations for yourself and your family, okay? There are going to be challenges for you, for your partner, and for your kids. Um, Just expect that. Remain flexible and open to changes for the better when it comes to your routine. Don't maternally gatekeep, right? Um, Expect the challenges, It'll prevent overwhelm and disappointment for you all, all right? Um, And lastly, talk about your travels with your kids. Um, Regularly reflect back on the moments you enjoyed most and ask your family to do the same, okay? Um, My daughter is four, uh, and she doesn't remember, like, everything, of course, like an adult would. But you better believe that because we talk about her trip to Disney World most recently, she talks about the tiniest details sometimes that I totally forget about, like, and it amazes me how much she remembers and will continue to remember. Um, and see if there are themes or insights you can build on to inspire positive changes in your family. Um, what did you take away from the family? What are, what are the, uh, overall learning points, if you will? Um, and it doesn't have to be that exact or that, um, formal, but just, just think of, all the great things that you got from mindfully approaching vacation and self-care and learning to um, do this travel thing in a way that is truly restful and and how see how you can apply those those themes into your everyday life um, and if you don't have any themes or insights just keep the time you had together top of mind right Even when the challenges of daily life arise, because they will, you're going to have a newfound appreciation for family travel. And then it helps you look forward to the trip even more.
I hope this gave you concrete and helpful ways to make sure you're giving yourself the rest you deserve while still making it a wonderful vacation for the entire family. Because hear me when I say this, you deserve rest and a good vacation. Everyone does, but especially the parents. So thanks so much for listening to my podcast. Uh, Be sure to leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also feel free to follow me over on Instagram at family travel mama, all one word. I share even more great content there and I'd really love to know what you'd like to hear most about while traveling as a family. So feel free to shoot me a message and let me know. And uh, until next time, happy travels, mama friends. Bye-bye.